0: We are back, episode number nine of the Obstructive View Red Sox podcast. I am with uh, my co-hosts. I currently have two of the three. Uh, we have Steve. What's going on? RIP Jamie. Miss you, bud. He is not dead, but he's not here for this for this episode just yet. He'll join us at some point.
1: Um, we got Miggy. Howdy, howdy. I miss Jamie. Uh, y'all say RRP, I miss him. <laughs> um,
0: he will be here. He'll join us. He'll give us his uh, his regular little uh, intro once he does come on. But guys, um, it's the Franchi Cordero episode, officially named for episode number nine. Uh, I'm not sure if he caught it, but he had a big home run this past weekend.
2: Very big one, actually. Yeah. Yes. I definitely caught that and um, I definitely loved it.
0: You it's know, on a Franchi Cordero career right now
1: was that when fucking, begins now. I almost fucking crashed my truck when I heard him. I was listening to the audio, heard of Grand Slam. I was like, hell yeah. I got to tell you what, I was here in my, in my apartment
0: and I was actually getting ready to go meet my buddies because we we're going to go um, to this place that's down the road. So I have to watch the socks on my MacBook because I don't have. Um, I don't have I because I have YouTube TV and I am not going to fucking pay Comcast any more than $95 a month because that's what I pay for my Wi-Fi. Uh, I close the MacBook and I have this like weird like intuition where like something tells me like you should – like for example, if something tells me I should like turn on the news, generally something bad has happened and I turn on the news and fucking something bad's happened. It said put the game back on, like honest to God. I put the game back on and fucking front you at the Grand Slam. It was, it was like meant for me to see that. Well, sometimes fate's good to people.
1: And
2: awesome. I was in the same boat actually, because I was like, Hey, it's really nice out. Go up to my roommate. And I said, let's go over to the beer garden and sit down. I have a feeling they'll actually be playing the Red Sox today. There's no other teams playing. Get over to the beer garden. Everyone's playing Jenga. And there was a Red Sox game on, and I caught that grand slam and started screaming, "Let's go, Frenchie! And everyone's like, "Who? Well, who? Who the, who the fuck?"
0: That was a giant Jenga, though, or is it like that big giant Jenga for like the yard? Oh something? hell yeah! It was. It was you know Uber Jenga, Uber Uber Jenga on steroids. I, gotta on. I am one hundred percent looking forward to now that it's getting nicer out that like everything that fucking comes with summer, like lawn games, like cornhole and all that shit, like more Franchi dingers and more Franchi dingers. Yeah. Franchi, Franchi, everyone wants to go by, but, um, but guys, big grand slam, Franchi Cordero walked it off, um, capped off a, um, five game winning streak for the Red Sox. They're back in the playoff hunt. I think it was they're like two and a half games out of a wild card spot right now. Uh, team is playing really good baseball. That's as far as we're going to say. That's as much as we're going to do because we are going to observe the rule of, you know, one Jared Parabas in his podcast where we're not going to say it. Do not want to be those guys who say it and then we get all that hate on social media.
2: Can I say one thing, though, Chris? You can't say it, though. I, I, I'm not going to say anything of that nature. I just would like to point out that both the Jamie curse and the Steve curse of 2022 is over. Yeah, you guys. My uh, are- first off this past weekend, and I could not be more relieved. I thought I was a bad luck charm.
0: Yeah, I gotta tell you, I thought we were gonna have to DFA Jamie for a little while because <laughs> <laughs> we fucking winless at Fenway. Uh, he clear waivers, though. I'm I don't, not sure. I don't, I don't, well, I, I probably would clear waivers. The now. Pirates would pick I don't know. him up. You might get claim me. Yeah, me I think claim- the
1: Pirates will get him.
0: Oh, yeah. yep, yep. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so if you uh, listen to the podcast, head over to Obstructive View. And we post uh, updated podcaster standings. I'm the only asshole who's not going to a Red Sox game this season. Ooh. I know. I know. Uh, Miggy is in first place. You and Jamie have a win a piece, but you have the slight edge because you have one less loss. Hoping to be at a Sox game this weekend. It's, um, long weekend coming up. Looking for one of those uh, games
1: against the Baltimore Orioles, hopefully Friday night. Is this our five game set with them?
2: Five games, that? Yeah, I
1: think we have a doubleheader on Saturday yeah, with them. Which I think is uh,
0: – I think we're going to see Josh Winkowski. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I heard that that was – that, that is on the – yeah. Quotation figures. It's some rumor, has it. <laughs> which uh, uh, he didn't look particularly
2: outstanding in his last outing in A, but that's not to say that he won't no. come up with a job done
0: because he's looked sharp otherwise. And I hope he has, and if he does end up getting the call, I hope he has a really good start too, because you know, what's going to happen. The, the, the Heimbloom haters are going to be circling the water and jumping down Heimbloom's throat, but we're going to get into Heim in a little while um, because Heimbloom officially is one of us after, um, after that, that big win. Um, But, but yeah, Francio Guerrero capped it off. I was a little concerned and because uh, Hansel Robles, he, uh, he blew that save. He's converted two of five opportunities this season. Um, he blew the save, but, you know, luckily Red Sox, they, they, they were able to tie it. Um, Jake Diekmann continues to throw more, more gas in the fire, but um, it was a blown call too with uh, Christian uh, Vasquez trying to score. Do you guys think he was safe? Because uh, pretty much the consensus around down, was
2: it?
3: Uh,
0: I didn't. I didn't see it. I
3: was uh, had to, to I it.
2: saw it, and that was a tough one to overturn. But he kind of almost pulled a reverse hobby bias in my opinion. His foot kind of like hooked around it. But I still think that the uh, glove was hovering to the point where it was a little too inconclusive
0: to really make a big judgment call like that. And then it was oh. Frenchie. Like, so that blown call was the biggest reason why the Frenchie was able to just go absolutely demolish that that baseball
1: oh. no let's appreciate Robles for giving us that opportunity though
0: well yeah, yeah thank you I guess the <laughs> definition <laughs> of appreciation of Robles and mine on that are going to be two different but
2: <laughs> you know
0: I gonna be a happy podcast so
2: I, I will say I will say the only thing that pissed me off about that game had nothing to do with the game itself. It was the venue I was at. They did not put on the audio for the game until after yes. the
0: Grand Slam. Yes. What? What is that? What is that? If you own a bar, if you were a bar owner or a venue that that has that atmosphere and there's a sporting event on, like for example, if there's a playoff sporting event, you you 86 the jukebox and you have the audio of that game if there is a game that is like highly intense back and forth i don't care if it's may fucking 22nd or not you put the audio on there cuz what it's going to do is you're going to get the people in that place fired up you know what that means you're going to buy more booze you're going to buy <laughs> more booze because if something happens negatively you're going to get shots out of it if they win you're going to get shots out of it if you're a, if you're a bar owner turn the fucking audio up yeah, but at least I got to hear the
2: audio of TC talking after the game. I guess that was that was better than you know the home run call, right? Yeah, definitely not. Dave O'Brien, <laughs> though, that was probably one of his best home run calls as a member.
1: That was an outstanding call.
2: That was okay. the most
0: excited I've ever heard. That's Dave probably the most since David Ortiz, David Ortiz, David Ortiz. That's the last time that they like it felt there was like absolute fucking passion. Trevor Story hitting a million home runs too. I, the, the fucking dude is still hitting home runs as we're fucking talking. Um, you know, like O'Brien. I still want you know. I still want O'Sullivan back, and I'd rather have Mike Monaco. And he's not. A, he's not invited on the podcast. He's still uh, blacklisted. But he had he had some passion this past weekend. There was a lot of passion to go around. Franchi with the home run. Heim Bloom celebrating. I'm Bloom celebrating like I'm Peter Brandon home. Moneyball. Holy I'm shit. I'm made a, it, it worked on making a baby after that game. <laughs> Nine months if there is another assistant to the to the general manager that, that ends up, you know, a byproduct he needs to one, name that kid Franchi and two, just like the Franchi she- Bloom. Huh? Franchi, Franchi Bloom, man. he
2: kind of rings a bell. huh? Sounds good. has a ring to it. I don't know.
1: Go ahead, Chris. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just caught yeah. that name.
0: But, like, High and Bloom, like, there was there was emotion. You know what I mean? Like, the dude's fist pumping. It was an awkward fist pump, nonetheless. But, like, he's fist pumping. He's fired up. It just showed that he's more than just the dude that has the, the spreadsheets up and saying, like, if you do this, this guy's going to hit 320. If you do this, this guy's going to do that. Heim Bloom, like, he wanted that win. And – you know, like it was almost like vindication. Like I got Franchi. Yeah, he's hitting 231. Yeah, he's only got two home runs. To remember the Red Sox? But this home run was pretty fucking big. We're closing the door on Andrew Benintendi. By the way, Josh Winkowski is coming up pretty soon. There's three other guys that I don't remember who they are that we got in that deal. I'd have to go back to an article that I wrote for a uh, for a former venture. But like that was a big moment for bloom. I was happy to see that emotion. Happy to see that he's actually not a robot. You, well, you know what? You know why I felt like he was so excited by that
2: home run? It was because it was his guy who did it. It was, and it wasn't it, a guy it, who he inherited. It was a guy he went out and got. Body. It almost
1: felt like a big like "fuck you" to you know all the haters out there for him for that I, trait. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. And he's like, "That's the one that I'm gonna get hyped on." And I could not have loved that any more than I did. I was. I, I caused the scene, guys, and I caused the scene at Fenway the day before, because when Franchi came up to bat, I pointed at the man and I said, "Do not let this man get hot. Do not let this man get hot." And then he hits a fucking triple, and I couldn't see it for shit because I had horrible seats. One could say,
0: <clears throat> an obstructed view. Yes. Hey, best. This- Absolute best seat in the house.
2: That's okay, though, because I witnessed a win. The first one of the season.
0: It was a big win. Red Sox got the sweep of the Mariners all four games. Um, it just a huge series for, for this team. And the, and, and the baseball they're playing, and really in, like, the last 10 games, you know, they're climbing in the division. Um, still a lot of work to do, but the momentum that they've created – um, they look like they, they look like the team that we sort of expected. They should have been following up last season. So, and I've been saying it now, maybe like three weeks, we've been recording this team just needs to focus on winning series. And they've been doing that. Now you get the white Sox, a team that kind of blew your doors off back at Fenway. You play them game starting tonight. Kike already went first pitch home run, sends it into the, into the seats. Um, Sox are, you know, kind of getting that that ball rolling right there Take two or three here You come back home You have Baltimore And then you got the Reds, and you cannot lose to the Reds You need to pummel the Cincinnati Reds. If the Red Sox lose one game to the Reds, I am going to murder them when we record.
1: What are you going to do? Murder them. <laughs> Promise <laughs> yeah, something How are you going to react to that? Promise something to the pod. Yeah, Promise. come on
2: What do you got? got to wait till that Make an outlandish claim, Chris. What are you going to do?
1: I mean, Steven could- still owes us the, the dog dipping. You
0: shut your goddamn mouth. I don't like hot dogs. <laughs> I'll say what? We have people who follow. They're looking for you to uh, to follow up on your glizzy bet. But- right, fuck it. I'll do it, okay? I have some in the freezer. You want
2: me to do it? Because <laughs> I sure as shit don't want to do it. It's the only thing left in my freezer. I've gone through everything else, and those are just sitting there staring at me every time I open the thing. I, I recommend... Nothing with frozen hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> not, no. That seems like it's gonna probably put me into a coma.
1: Well, so you'll be at fin- you'll be at Fenway on Friday. Just it then. There's okay. an opportunity. Oh, maybe
0: well.
2: maybe I'll do it then.
0: Good. There's a chance that three of the four members of this podcast are going to be at that game Friday night. This Look, is true. I, I looked at flights; oh.
1: they were too expensive.
0: You know what we got to do, guys? Is we got to go ahead and take Miggy's picture, throw it on a T-shirt. Oh,
1: yeah. I'd love that. Why am I? What did I do?
0: <laughs> and when well, you're a Fenway. like. Ah, true. The game. <laughs> Miggy
2: at the Sox game from Texas, all the way in Boston just to see the Red Sox. You got to love it. See, but then oh, tomorrow wins. Oh, my God. Hey, I uh, got to. Oh, wow.
0: Yep. Yep. Uh oh. Yep, yep. Trevor. Fucking dude, I told you. I just said it. the he said it right. as
2: we are speaking, and we are still speaking. Therefore, you spoke it into existence. God damn. Okay. Trevor, Anyway. story. Anyway, you yes. Making on a t-shirt. Steven eats a hot dog. Boys are going to be at the game together. We got it all rolling. Don't Sweet. you dare say it, though. I ain't saying shit. God.
0: I ain't saying nothing. What we will say, though, is that at that game, there's going to be pregame screwball shots. So we have to figure out a way to, to, to meet up because that's the only shot I can do. Um, but that's huge. 4 nothing already on top of the White Sox. Recording on Tuesday night. Um, this episode will drop on Wednesday. Red Sox up big on the White Sox. Um, and that's perfect segue. Trevor Story, AL player of the week last week, hit 360. He hit six home runs. Now with a seventh home run, like guys, Trevor Story is the fucking hottest hitter on the planet right now. Yeah. Finding yeah. sure stuff. Story.
2: Francie almost just went deep too. Fuck. Anyway, Trevor Story, <laughs> another another one of Bloom's flowers that is uh, currently blooming yeah Himes flowers are blooming right now <laughs> the spring is here
1: and so are Himes flowers like did I miss something like we don't have the guns for the home run card anymore have you noticed mm-hmm. that?
2: that it just went away it was like too much of a flex or something I don't know <laughs> I, I just noticed that I
1: just saw Trevor go down the damn cart for like the I fifth time. I noticed it
2: was like a one or two night thing, and then the money guns just went away somehow. I don't know where they are. I don't know what they're doing, but I do miss them. They were quite the flex. Maybe they thought it was a
1: little too early. I don't know, but I don't know. I feel like the cart needed that. You know, we've had it for two years now. It's been the same thing. Maybe we get a little upgrade. It is Chicago. Yeah.
0: Be careful with the guns in Chicago. That that is fact. <laughs> <a> good
2: point. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Um, anyways yes trevor story he has been a seemingly revitalized hitter since you know a few weeks ago when he was getting booed to death by Fenway faithful um i don't know what he improved upon i don't know what
0: he was working on but it's working that getting booed though guys like you know what he warranted like he sucked to start the year night coming into tonight nine for 25 10 runs scored, double, six bombs, 14 RBI, five walks, two stolen bases, a slugging percentage through the roof. Um, I mean, at some point he's going to cool off again, but ride this fucking wave right now. Trevor Story, you know, this is this is what you paid for. The dude is, if he's finding a stroke and if he can stay hot,
1: don't say it. You know, <laughs> we, there's one guy that we haven't mentioned who had another outstanding series. He it's missed one JD game. Devers.
0: JD. JD fucking Martinez. Quietly, quietly. A 581 had, batting average. It quietly hit over almost 600.
2: That is ridiculous. Yeah, this man, the, the whole team, the whole team, the whole lineup is producing at a absurd rate right now. And, I mean, we can't even. We haven't even touched up on the fact that Raffy Devers had two home runs in that game the other day on Saturday. That was incredible. Well,
1: everybody that was, but one guy's so. hitting.
2: What's that? Everybody oh. but one guy's hitting.
0: You know what? it's not right um, to all. Back. It's not the right thing to do.
2: Are we bo- no, we can't slander Bobby D, man. Just did. Fucking hit the ball, bro. What the hell? Yeah. <sighs> can't win them all, man. Can't win them all. At least my uh my boy
0: Christian Arroyo is out there hitting dingers. Christian comes in, yes, yeah, CA comes in, fills in for uh for um for uh, Julio Daniel who had back spasms, and he looked locked in though, like in that at bat. If you go back and watch that at bat, just if you look at his swing, the follow through, like he was dialed in, like that was a vintage like Christian Arroyo. That was that was a, that was a solid piece of hitting by him. Um, Good job, if you will. Yeah. One would say uh, pimp job. <laughs> we love those. We all love our pimp jobs. We love a good, uh, we love a good job. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, Trevor's story continuing, continuing to stay hot. So, you know, really quick, you know, until something else kind of happens um, we talked about high and bloom If you go ahead and check out, coming out pretty soon is going to be episode number eight. So this is episode number nine. Episode number eight is the first of a series that we're going to have where we're going to have Red Sox fans. Like we want to have Sox fans from social media, Twitter, maybe Facebook. I'm not sure how I feel. No, 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 no,
2: no. (laughs) Let's uh, let's avoid (laughs) that. They uh, probably won't know what the hell Zoom is even about. They won't. I mean, Betty was great. You know. She struggled to figure out how to use Zoom for a minute. We had the teacher. It is Miggy. So, kudos to Miggy. Yeah, we have a second Miggy in the chat. Oh. Um, Miggy, you're back. There
1: you paid damn $85 for Wi-Fi and it just wipes out on you. Yep, typical. Typical.
0: But anyway, so um, we're going to be having Red Sox fans from social media come onto the podcast and you know talk shop. And uh, we had our very first one that we recorded. Episode eight will be coming out. It's going to be with uh, Betty Langevin. If you're unfamiliar with who Betty is, um, Betty recently took to social media and she voiced her displeasure of one Heim Bloom.
2: Hmm. Yeah, she did do that, didn't she? I mean, I understand her. Uh, you know, some of her reasoning. It was. Uh, it was valid. It was. Uh, it was it was sound reasoning, but I mean, at the same time, I was kind of wondering, you know, what happens when those prospects that he's doing such a
0: good job with do in fact make it to the major leagues. So last week on the, our podcast was episode seven and it was the phone number to call Red Sox public relations. So now we're kind of tying this all together. We're doing what is called connecting the dots gentlemen. Uh, but, but Betty at Pasha 21 K Go ahead and, uh, and, and give her a look up. She tweeted saying that she just got off the phone with the uh, public relations of the Red Sox. <clears throat> I'm not laughing at that. I just saw something else. <laughs> Fucking laugh. Um, and I spoke and issued complaints about not signing Bogey, Raffi, and Nate, and how Bloom has mishandled the Major League team. The man told me I was not the only one who's been calling. She followed that tweet up maybe like a day later, dropped the number an absolute miss bag. We got people who have, um, completely shit all over her, which not cool. We talked to her. She's, a, what, Betty knows her shit.
1: That she knows.
0: So Betty was, Betty was, was, it was a, was, a uh, was, was a good, uh, was a good guest. She right now is the leading candidate. We're going to do a, um, uh, like a little all-star team right now. She's, uh, she's on the team. She's the only person that's come on that's not a, uh, you know, celebrity, or I don't think Bob Nightingale is really a celebrity, but, um, but it was a good show. And Betty went, in, went on and explained as to why she called. We're going to kind of leave that open so you go and listen to the show. Um, but I'm actually really interested as to see the reaction from people on Twitter, because um, we're, we put a voice to the tweet and, you know, it was, a, it was a good episode. So check that out. Episode eight will be out um,
2: before this one,
0: <laughs> or episode nine, we actually. Do. <laughs> I think that's how that works. <laughs> so episode eight, uh, special guest Betty. I don't know what we're gonna call that episode just yet. We'll have to brainstorm what that'll be called. But this, but that's enough of uh, Betty. This is the Frenchy Cuadero show. Um, if we had a span, uh, a sponsor, I'd say it'd be brought to you by whatever. But we don't. So still waiting for
1: Jamie to jump in, though. He said he, he, he just texted us right now. What do you say? Uh, how much longer are you guys going for?
2: Well, come on and find out, brother. <clears throat> oh, and I hear text noises.
0: <clears throat> Jesus Christ! Jump in the podcast. Trevor Story hitting home runs. Franchi Cordero walking things off. Betty is is laying the you know the story out there and why she hates I Am Bloom. Um, oops. And we're gonna have some videos too of um, Steve made some faces while Betty was uh, while Betty was talking and they were absolutely comical. I'm happy that I was able to hide my face with my microphone. <laughs> um, they were not in touch at all. God, you me a break. A good, just reacting real time, man. Here's the thing, Betty was a Betty was a good sport. She knew that we were gonna ask about the tweet. Um, you know what I mean? Like she defended herself really well. It was a good it was a good show. Um, had
1: some good stories.
0: It was. It I, was it was like 35 minutes more than I thought it was going to be because I initially wasn't sure what to expect. And she had some pretty good shit. Betty was uh, I, I would venture to say we 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 could ask Betty to come back on a little bit later on the season.
1: I'd be down. Maybe get some more stories out of her. This one we kind of focus on the tweets.
0: Maybe you know what we do is we wait for the trade deadline and we see if high Bloom trade any of the prospects that she you know doesn't think he'll trade. Good thinking. Content man. <laughs> Always thinking about the content. So, um, I'll be on in ten minutes. Ten minutes. This is gonna be the uh, Franchi Godero show, the one where where Jamie missed the party. Um. So Red Sox tonight playing the uh, the Chicago White Sox. So they're up four nothing right now. This is a three game set, right? Quick little three gamer. Yep. So let's kind of you know kind of begin to jump into that. I think Red Sox is to take two of three to continue to maintain what they've been doing. Um, why do you get scissors in your hand?
1: It's my bottle opener. So
0: Use <laughs> scissors as a bottle opener. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: my bottle opener is in my truck. Look,
0: that's <laughs> practical. I, just don't stab yourself by accident. That's my only suggestion. On so, like, the other day, right, I go look a store and I'm like, I, I'm – I want to get something different. You know what I mean? Because like I'm big into gin and tonic. Like that's what I drink. I buy a bottle of, uh, of rosé. I want to, I was feeling fucking bougie, right? Buy the bottle, bring it home. I actually put it in the freezer for like 20 minutes. I got it cold. Take the cap off. It's got a cork. Hmm. Guess who doesn't have a fucking corkscrew? <laughs> assuming it was you, wasn't it? a fucking guy. Guess what happened? <laughs> you, you tried to smash it or something, and you know, it broke. I, know. I put the fucking bottle back in the. Re- I put it in the refrigerator. At that point, and it's still in there. I need to get a bottle opener. I don't have a bottle. I don't ever drink wine. I just decided at one point I, I was fucking bougie and I wanted to have a bottle of rosé. Of all the things, too to have, like, I want rosé. Well, how bougie was? It was more bougie than you expected. If it, uh, if but it had a cork know. on it. It could be the greatest thing that I've that I've ever, you know, put my lips on, and it's in the refrigerator because I can't get the cork out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want my neighbors to like, you know, I'm generally this is a quiet apartment. We don't, there's not a lot of, you know, noise that comes from here, I don't want to just start banging bottles. So, <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, brother. I guess so. That's JBJ with the that's, nice that's little
2: that's our clubhouse. I mean, they've seen plenty of championships, I'm sure. I'm sure they've, said they've got a couple of corkscrews and go
0: well, about it that way. Until, until one has access to the Red Sox clubhouse. But there's there's probably like 5,000 different stores I can go through between here and Boston. I can get myself a fucking bottle opener. <laughs> Maybe you just got to bite the bullet and go get one, dude. I just bite the bullet. I'll do what you said and break the fucking bottle opener. Move the counter.
1: Biggie. What happened? Oh, stop it! He hit him a little double, brings in JBJ. Five nothing. You're live
0: reacting again. Five zero. Oh. Five zero. Oh. So clearly the Sox are pretty big in uh, game one. What do you, What's your expectation in this series? I'm feeling pretty
2: confident about it. I mean, you got your middle of the end guys pitching, and I think that they can hold their own if they continue with this tour it off. Tore it a good thing or a bad thing? I'm pretty bad at. Using words the wrong way Torrid. That sounds like a bad. It's a lot. <laughs> okay. Let's say hot offense. So we'll keep it simple. This hot offense keeps going. Pitching can give up a few runs and I think they're going to be okay. And I know that was the case the other night and they came back and won it all. I mean, I, I just can't believe uh, on Saturday, like Whitlock's performance, you know, like just kind of backtracking a little bit Um, by the time I actually arrived at the game, I believe it was, Four or five to nothing, and uh, Whitlock was uh, not his self that game. I know his ERA is inflated a little bit since joining the rotation. That's to be expected when you get more innings. But I was genuinely surprised to see a guy like Whitlock, who we've seen give up so few runs, give up so many in that outing. Uh, it seemed uncharacteristic, but there's obviously growing pains when you're going through the transition to become a starting pitcher, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just the way it goes. It's not like the dude's gonna go out there and throw scoreless outings every single time he pitches because that's just not real life. I mean, everybody's human. We have Jamie about to. Oh, enter. and Jamie will be entering shortly, and we will prove to you that he is in fact with us still. Jamie is in the chat. Jamie, welcome aboard, bud. What's up, boys? As he walks into the door, this dude came prepared, bro. Oh yeah, causing a nice view of my uh
3: little entry room, I guess you can call it. (laughs) Yes, sir.
2: We didn't get your official. uh, We didn't get your official uh, hello at the beginning, so you want to go ahead and do your your classic real quick for us?
3: Let's go
2: socks. (laughs) (laughs) We were just in the middle of talking about Whitlock's outing the other day. What are your thoughts? Um, y'all know how much I love Garrett. I mean, you know. doesn't love Garrett Whitlock, dude?
3: Quick, I
1: quick, Both Jamie. On, thoughts on huh? Franchi? Thoughts on Franchi's Grand Slam? Go,
3: dude. Franchi comeback season. Is my thoughts on it. That was just a beautiful swing. The dude's just taking more advantage this year. Um, and the Franchi haters might be a little sad in a couple weeks. You know, this is- or like or like ten days. We'll see how much he plays over the next week
2: i say give him as much time
3: to play as he will produce. But, you know, I think we should also talk about Kike since he's uh, just... – The
2: entire team is just getting completely overshadowed by Trevor Story, though. That's the problem. It... You get a two-home-run day from Devers, and people are still talking about Story the whole time. And <laughs> just – you can't you can't show all the love to everybody at once, unfortunately. It's too hard to just balance it out and just – not generalize the offense is one thing besides like those few guys who were just absolutely tearing it up. Right. That's true. Yeah. And then we, we were kind of back into the topic of this week's series with the White Sox. And we were talking about what to expect for this, the uh, three game set. I mean, obviously tonight is so far so good, but I mean, what are your predictions for the, uh, for the series right now?
3: I'm feeling, I'm feeling a sweep. Yeah, um, I just feel like, oh, I got my broom ready, dude. I did some sweeping this morning just in preparation, so I got to hit the bedroom, but, like, we're ready. But, uh, no, I feel like they're going to sweep. I feel like just watching how this team is played, they're kind of going on one of those runs they had last year when they're pretty much unstoppable. Um, you know, the offense is back. Pivot is just a nasty dude, and everything is clicking. You know, like we thought it would, when a couple of weeks ago, all they wanted. Hey, we get a home run? No. Oh, I, you do. You, <laughs> you can't. do
2: this. <laughs> oh, we can't do the story games because we're like, anyway, yeah, is it gonna be. A, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wanted to see what people
2: react. Guys,
1: come on. <laughs> JD RBI single. <laughs> trying to, oh,
0: trying to a tweet to announce our our last podcast, and all of a sudden, if this is on YouTube. You would make more sense miggy's doing the home run. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, I, I was in the middle of reading our, your tweet and then I looked up and saw that. I, it's a good thing that I actually like went back and then like I read that because I was like redundant as fuck. I, I put, um, hopefully it's not as redundant. I'm actually really I'm really curious as to the fan reaction to that. Um, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So um, so yeah, Jamie, this is the Franchicadederro show. Um, this is a positive Red Sox podcast this week. Um, nothing negative. We've had to, uh, you, well, the only thing you've missed so far is we have to talk Steve out of doing something with frozen
3: hot dogs. Um, <laughs> I don't want to end up okay. Now I got it. In. At first, when I heard that, I was like, I want to know, like, can we let's can we fill Jamie in on the frozen hot dog situation? <laughs> what
0: the frozen meters are about, but um, but no, um, and and we are abiding officially by the rule of where that you don't say it because we are not going to be that podcast. Um, that goes and says it and then someone listens and rips the audio and then we get roasted by um by you know the entirety of
2: red sox nation on twitter thank you
3: yeah
0: there you
2: go
3: did we touch on the fact that the streak that um my curse and steven's curse was just shattered this week yeah, you just missed it uh but
0: there's going to be an updated i i we we let the uh the listenership know um is that a word listenership
2: viewership i guess i don't know I'm not viewing shit but whatever <laughs> just roll with it
0: yeah.
2: oh jamie by the way i have to i have to break the news to you um chris said that you had been dfa'd wait what it, chris chris said that you had been dfa'd when you hadn't shown up at first and i said you think
0: anyone claimed him and he goes, nah, I don't think he would well, get claimed. I think he was going to be DFA'd had he not gotten the W last weekend. If he was going to be, oh, oh that's, gonna that's
2: gonna what it was. Well, it was. nonetheless, it's nonetheless, he did make the yeah. statement that he would go unclaimed and return to the farm system. I think someone take a Pirates. shot on this kid. I think someone would take a shot on him. Come on. I, that's hurtful. I mean,
3: you don't even think the Pirates, oh. like, come on, not even the Buckos would take a shot. Hey, that's- no, that's
2: what Mickey said. Mickey said Bucks
3: will snag yeah. him up happily. Dude, me and Chavez, best double play combo in the National League, right there. Hundred and ten
2: times. But I think things are going well. And my pick for this series is I'm gonna play it safe again because I feel like I'm always getting things wrong, and I'm gonna say two wins,
1: so two out of three. Yes. I got two out of three. Us dropping tomorrow's game.
2: You think a drop tomorrow? We'll, see how, we'll see how the offense looks tomorrow.
0: I think that they, they are dodging a bullet though with without seeing Lance Lynn in the series. He's on the sixty-day IL now. Um, so there's that. He's riddled.
2: No, Luis Robert. He's, he's out. And I think one other guy was out
0: today. So Luis Robert being out does not shock me. That, that dude is so talented, but cannot stay healthy. This seems to be a COVID related thing.
2: Not necessarily a physical issue, but he's sick. So
0: it's my life motto. Um, so um, we have the White Sox series right now. We're, uh, we're trying to figure out where and I'm still waiting to find out if we're gonna be doing um, Friday night with the socks um, oh we already have <laughs> we already have our first commenter that said that uh, that Betty blocked him
2: <laughs> oh so that might have been who she was referring to in the last episode
0: the socks south so he said that she was blo- oh, she blocked him so. Well, shouldn't have been so rude to Betty. Yeah, come on. Betty's actually a nice lady, man. Honestly, what I, th- I read his tweet, and what I think probably did it is when, you know, she put in the front of the tweet, she put, like, I, then, like, a space. He called her I, Betty. Probably was what, you know, kind of got the ball rolling. But, Jamie, we're going to quickly just kind of circle back. You missed a good one with uh, with Betty. Betty is a knowledgeable gal. She knew her stuff. Um, her and Steve went toe-to-toe. You know, I... Miggy and I took a step back. We kind of let them kind of go at it. Um, Steve made some faces that I cannot wait to rip <laughs> onto social media. Um, it was, it was a good episode and it what was really good about it is that it was a good kind of like opening to get Red Sox fans on the podcast. We're going to do a Red Sox all-star podcast too. So Betty right now is the leader in the clubhouse, but she knew her stuff. She, um, she was, it, it was, it was a good show.
2: I told you, I was there in spirit. I was,
3: I was proud of the boys. I was, you know, there um, while was, I was picking out the meats for the week. You know, they're in spirit. grocery, yeah, I do a little grocery shopping. Uh, we had a very, very desperate and barren fridge when we woke up this morning.
0: Look, I... If yeah. I was to do... You know what we should do? We should, again, it's all about the content. Always got shit going on up here. We should do, like, a podcast like, version of Cribs. Like, a little, like... Walk through. Yeah, like people want to see
2: my place. I'll show them. My cryptic bobblehead collection.
0: Actually, they're all in storage, but Pedro is still chilling. I too have in the refrigerator. I actually have to go grocery shopping, but I just have no fucking desire to do that. Go to a store. After leaving retail, I'm going to tell you what, the last thing I want to do is go into a store and interact with human beings. I just don't want to do it.
3: And let oh, me tell you Trader now. Joe's Trader Joe's was a dog fight tonight. I'm to gonna be honest with you. It was like apocalyptic. I was ready to fight someone for some strawberries. Got very, very high, high pressure situation. Yeah, I can't do who,
2: doesn't love a good, who doesn't love a good uh shopping stash at TJ's, dude? That I place can. has everything you could want. I
0: wish there was a Trader Joe's that's close to me. So there's one in Warwick, which is like 40 minute drive from me. But every time someone says Trader Joe's. I think of that chick who did that TikTok when she goes ketchup, whatever the fuck it's called. Like that's all I think about. Ever since is like Trader Joe's. That's all I think about. And I actually want to try the ketchup, whatever it is. Just do the fingers. So, um, so Orioles coming up this weekend. Red Sox. um, They have the Orioles, and then they have two with the Reds. I mentioned before you jumped on. Um, Red Sox cannot lose either one of those games to the Cincinnati Reds. At all, it is legally forbidden. You—they're the worst fucking team. There's high school teams that would beat the Cincinnati
1: Reds.
3: You yeah, think
0: yeah, so? That's a hot take. I
3: don't hey, know.
1: Well, let's not act like the Reds aren't catching fire right now. Yeah, these dudes—these dudes got a
2: got a fire lit under their ass. After that guy said he was going to take a dump in the tundra, man. <laughs>
0: the, the dump was taken by the general manager on the roster because he's done nothing to try to like improve that team. He went in and got rid of those players. Like, it's like, what boggles my mind, right? You get these, they go out and they get, they get players and they improve the roster and they have them for like a minute. Like, are you in it or are you out? Like, what do you want to do? Man, you're getting your feet wet and then you give up.
1: It's like, it's like, are you gonna like, I don't know, I was gonna. You know, while we're we're hitting on other teams right now, how about Adley Richmond's debut? Yeah, you, you look pretty, uh, pretty shook. That video here getting called up, the video of him behind home plate. I mean, that was an awesome video, and then the triple man. I mean,
3: good for yeah. him.
2: And we're gonna, if we're all at that game on Friday, we'll most likely see him playing. That'll be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, Miguel, did you uh,
3: buy a ticket yet? Did you uh get that? <laughs> Those $700. I looked into him. dude. Do um, the red eye, just get the red eye, do it for the pod. Well, we're gonna, <laughs> if you
2: keep hitting on your bets. There's no way you can't, you can't not come. If well, you want to bet this week, you gotta, you gotta make the trip, dude. But you gotta remember, I got the Chicago
0: trip too. Uh, oh, geez. We're gonna yeah, do dude. it all over the place, dude. and We're gonna put it on a t shirt and we're gonna wear it around. So that way we're bringing Miggy to Fenway Park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, just if they lose, don't put it on my record. No, um, it wasn't
3: the contract you signed. We all, we all, I took like four straight losses, right? You gotta take a loss. <laughs> so
2: yeah, we, we had updated uh, everybody that uh our records now show at least one win the jamie curse is over yeah well thank you thank you jamie over.
0: finally well, attending the I'm win so i gotta get to right. the game and that's what we're hoping for friday um so what's crazy is that it's already tomorrow's already wednesday middle of the work week fucking already flying by hump day tomorrow um so Red Sox and uh, Red Sox play the Orioles Reds good opportunity for them to continue to um, add some wins in the uh, you know, in, into the, I guess the, windfall, for lack of better terms. Um, so, but you know, I, I just need them to not play down to the Orioles competition and not do really what the Yankees did in the last handful of games against the Orioles where um, you know, Garrett Cole, I mean, it's unfortunate $324 million um giving up that bomb to Ramon Urias in that game. It's unfortunate to see, you know I mean? A guy of such great caliber. And I was told that Brian Cashman is the general manager that should be uh, running the Red Sox. But to see that, to absolutely see that. Oh
2: boy. That was, that was one of the hottest takes. I think I had heard
0: uh, in a long while. Mm -hmm. Um, we're not going to give it away. You got to listen to the podcast. Yeah,
2: you, you got to just, just, you'll know, you'll know when you hear it. <laughs> apparently, apparently Brian Cashman is the ideal candidate to run Boston's number one baseball,
0: only baseball franchise. If, um, <laughs> if I gets into a fucking sleeping bag outside of wherever, wherever Ben, uh, Ben Charrington, she, she mentioned Ben Charrington uh, wherever uh, cashman was, he'd get ripped. So I'm good with that. Look, we got to give Heinbloom bloom a little bit longer. You, you know what I mean? Like see what he's going to do at the, at the trade deadline. They need to go out and get a closer still there. And you made the point, not all of these prospects are going to last here. You know I mean, like you can't go and have 60 really good prospects for a 26 man roster. You have those players to trade. It's going to take some time. We need Red Sox fans to be patient, but it's something that we can't do. As Red Sox fans, it's not something that is like, it's built into our system to be patient. So let's just, hopefully they continue to to ride this wave that they're on and and get into a position that they can um, be in the conversation of trading some of the prospects and not continuing to add more of them.
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like, especially with this team catching fire, it's going to be hard for Bloom not to add the deadline. I think like obviously there's guys like Kastis that they won't trade. Um, but even a guy like Fitzgerald, you know, if it's the right tr- trade package at the deadline that helps this team, you know, he's got to do it. And I feel like they're definitely in a better spot to make those type of trades than, like, just two weeks ago. If You know, if Bloom wants to get wild, and I don't know if anyone else saw his awkward celebration after their franchise walk-off with his little fist pump. Um... You know, he could have some stuff brewing in his office right now. It's not another realm of possibility
2: with the lack of depth in the bullpen right now. I'm, as much as the next guy, I'm not very thrilled with the lack of, um, you know, arms that you know are going to come in. The one guy I will give a lot of credit to right now is Big Fudge. Dude has been a horse. He has been really somebody that i feel like i can watch the game and not get uncomfortable i was clutching my seat watching maddie b come in (laughs) the other day i was thinking to myself what on earth is he doing and i braced myself and it all worked out somehow but uh i would like i'd like to hope that maybe that's a good sign i don't know i mean we we had some other people who previously appeared in one episode who had mentioned that uh Diekman wasn't a very sound uh, judgmental decision to bring here for the money. Wasn't allocated correctly. And I understand it was a little pricey to bring him on board. Um, said that there's only four of us in podcast and we've had two guests. That's I, I'm just not trying to <laughs> spoil anything for Jamie is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody who will be unnamed and it wasn't Bob. But I I still won't name names. Um, had that had that take. And I mean I agreed, you know, we didn't disagree on everything.
3: We did butt heads a little bit. <laughs> Guys. I just want to see the faces. That's what I'm looking forward to. Face to Steve.
2: <laughs> I didn't even realize I was making any uh, any any I, like I said.
0: Injections. Like I said during the um, so she couldn't figure out how to how to hang up, so I had to dump her. But um when you were making the faces, I had to take the microphone. I literally had to fucking turn up like this. And I had to. Lie. I. I don't want to think like you know we were you know she. At the end of the day, she was a very good guest. Um, very happy that she came on, exceeded expectations. Um, very knowledgeable. She's from the area. Um, in case you didn't know, she's a nurse, and um, she does her thing out on the on the left coast. She's got some plans tonight with her son. Went to Game uh, Five of the '86 World Series, so it was uh, it was
1: a good episode. So, '67, uh, huh? And the '67 World Series, and seems I mean, like she's been I, a I, lot of I, World
2: Series. She's, she's been around the block. She's been <laughs> a lot of games. So at Red exactly. City, the Sixties, anyway. Getting back to the bullpen and all that other stuff that's uh, relevant to, uh, in today's day and age. Um big fudge, yeah. I like him. I like that guy. He's pretty good. I liked when he came in and started, you know. He looked sharp. Yeah, I agree. Guy out there who can come in, throw a few innings and kind of give you a nice spot. Uh you know, opener type role. I didn't know Cora really liked to do, uh take that route, but it worked. Looked good the other. That was a while ago at this point. It was what, a week ago, probably.
3: Yeah, gotta find. He surprised me a lot. I remember when they made that trade after watching him pitch on the Pirates and wanting to throw my remote at the TV screen every time he stepped on the mound. I really thought that was a good trade that worked out. But, hes I mean, he's been a stud. You know, he's called Big Fudge for a reason, and he's, like, lived up to it and probably been, I would say, one of their, like, top two arms, like, strong, probably other most consistent so far, I want to say.
2: You know, that's another guy that we didn't even really mention. I mean, Strom is somebody who I'm looking at this rotisserie thing we got going on at the closer role, and I'm sitting here wondering what on earth we're doing, not giving Strom some more opportunities to come in and see what he could do to shut it down at the end of the game. I mean, he's gotten a couple, but he hasn't really been a consistent guy that you see closing games out. I'd like to see a few more opportunities for him. I think he could get it done. I, he's got,
0: the, he's got the Cali bro flow, right? Yeah, he, he's got the, um, he's he's got the Metallica flow. hair,
2: according to Bill Burr.
0: How about though they get a
2: closer, like a legit closer? You know, I'd like that. I would be okay with that too. There's another guy who's got Metallica hair who I wouldn't mind. He's on another team, another league. All about bringing Josh Hader to Boston. Yeah. Speak it into
0: existence. Like you did that home roundabout story, huh? That was actually fucking crazy. At the, <laughs> of the podcast, I, mean, I literally said that Trevor Story is even hitting home runs as we speak. And literally, like
1: three minutes later, the dude hit a home run. <laughs> was
0: well,
2: pretty... He's
1: up at bat right now. So I know. Sorry. I was
2: just noticing that. This, you know, this well, not, not this time. time. Sorry.
1: <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know right. else we haven't mentioned? Poveda, yeah. That complete game he went last week. Dude, Going
2: that was gnarly. Are you kidding me? Dude, 20 pitches in the back, first two bro. innings
1: here. No hit so far shut the hell up <laughs> i said so far
2: <laughs> we don't talk about that okay
1: yeah. no. thank you dick <laughs> look last time i did that you already gave up a hit right afterwards so you know
2: exactly what? that's why we don't do that <laughs> <laughs> oh lord okay but yeah the bullpen get it closer for god's sake i mean once again like we said we're not going to say it so i'm not going to go out here and say that the red wow. Sox need a closer right now but they're still technically not out of anything right so there's no reason to explore that option if the opportunity presents itself and there is a reason that bloom is creating this huge stockpile of good talent in the minor leagues not like they're all going to come up right so you take a couple guys you take what you got to do and you dish them for major league ready talent and boom just like that roster looks much better so i would be hoping that like like chris's shot here that uh bloom takes a shot on a good closer
0: Sometimes <laughs> just gonna shoot your shot hi bloom yeah come on man i said in the last I, I don't know if it was in the last podcast that we just did with betty or it might have been during the in-between i'm telling you in in nine months when a little Fauci bloom comes along <laughs> I don't, move, say, don't say like Christian call it man. bloom had that like nose to nose fuck energy. That's how I feel like what he would do. Like he's a nose to noser. But anyway, <laughs> little shot of screwball here to uh, as we begin the uh, welcome podcast. The one and time- then
2: another one and Franchi walks. So you got to take two now because this is a Franchi show, bitch. <laughs> Drink up. Anyway, anyway. I literally said that fucks nose to nose.
1: Oh, Chris, you're geeking over here. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of geeking, I'm really fucking pissed off at Jamie for not answering my call on Saturday.
3: Yeah, so me, let's... me. I was. Let me tell you what the situation. Okay, was... I was at a adult establishment. Very oh, handy. God,
2: Jamie, what the fuck? You got? very.
3: I do. I do leave my house when I'm not, writing or applying to every job Jamie. in this country. And I was
2: establishment. I don't know what the hell you mean by that. You can I was at a bar. bar. I was getting some drinks
3: or you can be was. I was getting some drinks with the fellas, you know, by the by the little waterfront action since it was warm out. And I was like four shots deep. And you know what, Mickey? I really want to answer your call, but Operating at that time and point was difficult, and my hearing was shot because of the DJ in the background. <laughs> but I did look at it like very longingly, kind of regretfully when I couldn't pick it up. If that's any consolation,
1: no, you didn't answer.
3: Absolutely not. Sorry. All right, next time I'm going to answer. I'm going to be like, Bar, everyone shut shut the fuck up. Everyone be quiet, turn the music off. Branchy,
1: the
2: jet. Wheels,
3: bro.
0: Yeah. Okay, okay. live reacting. None. Straight <laughs> 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 up. He's been, uh, kids got wheels. Um, but no, so yeah. Um, Miggy had a bachelor party. He went to, um, hit it up. You sent us, um, I, you, you sent us a picture of the horse.
1: The, I don't remember fucking the
0: dancing horses. I don't remember what else. Horse. Did I send the video that I put some audio to that? No, I don't I think have, you did. I have, that in my, I have that queued up. You'll have to wait for that too. Um, but no, you uh you hit it up. Um, Miggy met um was that the one where you met Ryan Brazier? no, it... that was that was when I was down for the Rangers game. That was the week
1: before, yeah. So you uh you've been you've been tearing it up. So we had an open bar for three hours for about 25-30 bucks, I think. I'm sorry, but...
2: damn, okay. Yeah, all right, yeah, I'll I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I'll drop in. So that here's at that little virtual here. gun
1: place so I sent y'all, think. <laughs> You give me open bar. And uh,
2: if you said that, Chris might have made the trip, dude. <laughs> well, it
1: started, at, it started for an hour for like 20 bucks. And then they got us for another hour for an extra five bucks. Yeah. And then we're like, you know what? We're not ready to go. You're getting married. <laughs>
2: yeah. Not. You only get married once usually. Not really. <laughs> not today. <laughs> Wait,
3: Nick, I have a question. I have a question for you. Is Connor yeah. a baseball? Is he a baseball fellow? Yeah. He should, be, he should be, he should be, um, okay. Well, we can work on that. Um, he should be a guest <laughs> on the pod. We should, we should get that. Well,
0: think- bachelor party
3: episode. Cause I feel bad that like I told him he was gonna get a really, like, I was gonna be there to make his bachelor party stellar and I just like wasn't. So I want to like make <laughs> up in some type of form. I'll still send him, you know, like a bottle because that's the polite thing to do, but I'm just throwing that out there.
0: <laughs> Let's get him on. We'll, do, we'll do the, uh, we'll do a bachelor uh, party episode you know what i mean like i gotta so i bought this gold jacket for this bruins podcast that i didn't wear i can fucking get the gold jacket put some sunglasses on look like a fucking zolak asshole on this thing let's do it (laughs) let's do it
2: no reason not to for a bachelor party sake bachelor party episode you gotta you gotta rock it you got it you gotta wear it dude that's my two cents.
0: Well, you know, if it wasn't, you know, already going to be like June soon, I would I would rock that gold jacket at the – yeah, that's what I should do. I should do the, the gold jacket at the Red Sox game. People are going to be asking all about it. I can talk about the podcast. You know what I mean? So,
2: too, It's too bad a guy like Joe Kelly isn't on the Red Sox anymore because he seems like the type who would
0: trade you something for that. Probably would. But here's – so he, um, he just did a podcast with Bradfoe on Monday. If you guys saw or heard that just yet.
2: I did not, no. no. But I might have to check it out because I really like that little antique you the other day where he picked off Hicks and giggled at him. Did right. Kiki
1: go deep? No. The fucking cameras. Uh, he did not. Kiki,
2: no live reactive. Yeah, oh Maggie. Oh. I need to get a fucking spray bottle, dude. Come find <laughs> you in person. Start acting like you're a goddamn cat or something.
1: What he hit that a little like he fucking pimped it and it went nowhere
2: did the same damn thing when he hit the walk off but that was just a fly out (laughs) i thought he hit the hell out of it that was last year though let's not get too crossed up here anywho socks are hot and i love it i think we all do there's finally a little bit of optimism in red Sox nation people aren't crying about trevor story's contract anymore things are good i mean now it's just a bullpen right this, we have a there is someone on Twitter who does that, but we'll 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 invite them on the podcast soon. Mm, that's a lot of negative energy to manifest, man. I don't know. I'm gonna have to stage my computer after.
1: Yeah, we've we've seen Steven's faces already.
2: Yeah, you'll probably see more of it if I hear some asshole talk to me like, yeah, Tripper Story sucks. I'll be like, shut your goddamn mouth, dude.
3: Please, thank you. Bye. That was that was beautiful. Thank you. I think just I know that like, like
2: of what I expect these people to sound like. For the most part. It's Surprisingly, they actually have normal voices. I would have never guessed.
0: Well, you know, um, really quick though, I want go uh, down on the farm. Marcella Meyer and uh, Tristan Casas, guys and Connor Seabold all land on the IL. Yeah, and that is not a good thing because I feel like Seabold
2: probably would have been the guy who would have gotten the call instead of Winkowski. Seabold would have been the guy this
0: weekend to get that call. But hey, you know what though? Like, it is exciting. New name, new face. Winkowski up there. Let's see what he can kind of, you know, bring to the table. Um, at least what's good about, like, the Marcella Meyer piece, it's just a sprained wrist. It doesn't seem like it's going to be anything too long-term, and they feel he's going to be able to kind of get back into, um, you know, regular activities. And then Costas had that, that um, sprained ankle. When he's good to go pretty soon, they're going to get him ramped up. So at least it's not anything too, too concerning, um, you know, from that standpoint, but it's, um, you know, when you're top two prospects, literally you're one and two on the IL. Um, people are going to, people are going to say what they're going to say. But but as we continue to go down the farm though, Jaron Durant tonight too three for four triple and two doubles.
2: And you know, I do want to make the point about Durant. It seems like he is, looks he looks pretty ready to come back and give it a second go for a longer period of time. He's just a log jam right now. I don't know what they do. It seems like they got to make an, an extraction or subtraction, whatever the hell, same thing, I think, from the major league system or roster, you know, to make that happen. And that's kind of where I'm thinking that at some point here, there might be some kind of, rather notable transaction that could bring another pitcher on board designated for assignment. No, I'm not saying notable in that regard, no. Okay. I would say like a trade or something to Oh, they trade on the major league roster though to make room for one Jaron Durant. Well okay here's the problem right now is that you got a lot of guys in the outfield who have been consistent offensively. I'm and sure. I mean Jackie has been hot lately. I mean for for the last, you know, couple, you know, a long enough period of time where I'm not worried about how Jackie Bradley is going to play in a game. Jackie Bradley Jr. stats. Yeah, let me know because I think that he's clearly the one guy
1: who uh, the, the Yankees the Yankees are trailing 5-3. That's a shame. Jackie sure.
0: the last 5 games sitting 250. He did have that home run um uh, at Fenway's got five uh, runs batted in. Um four hits and 16 at bats. He's hitting a, a robust 203 mm. season. Mm.
3: That is rather robust.
0: Robust,
2: well, yes, yes, quite. No, but you gotta make that argument at some point. It's like what do you do with him? Either you make room for him, or you gotta package them for something. I mean just wasting his, you're wasting his uh his his peak not peak years obviously but you're wasting what what could be like the beginning of something good for him and uh, it's kind of hurting his stock and it's hurting Boston's stock and holding on to him for longer I mean how long are you gonna hold on to the guy well he's raking like he has been and just not really have a plan for him you know I
0: think there's a plan for him I think the problem is it's gonna take too long no you know you have so here's the deal like the players you would have to move on from one would be, or you'd have to do something with it. I don't want to say move on from. That's not really the term that I want to use. But you have Christian Arroyo. The problem though with with him, despite his batting average, he provides that versatility. He can play in the infield for them. So he can play first through third. And he can play right field. So he does have that that flexibility in the in, in, in the field. Kike can do the same thing. Whereas I do feel that Arroyo is, is, is the more expendable piece because of the fact that let's say you were to move Kiki around a little bit, you can at least move Jackie Bradley into the outfield. I I have a tough time as much as I kind of say like, Oh, DFAM, it's more like tongue in cheek with that piece. But I don't think the Red Sox are just going to go and eat the $12 million that Jackie Bradley jr. Is making this year. Problem though, guys, is that CA doesn't have those options either. Like you have to,
2: Roster. Well, the problem with Arroyo is he doesn't really fit the he, – he's not really one that I would consider to be the odd man out in this situation because, I mean, Arroyo plays all over the place, like you said, but Duran is purely an outfielder. I don't think he's ever gotten any reps at first base or anything like that. And
0: infielder,
2: now, now I'm just wondering if, if there's anywhere else that he could play. Has he played second, actually?
0: Well, he did in college, but no. – <laughs> screw it put him at second i don't know like what he, what he can bring to the team again is another guy that's fast it's a speed element that this team you know it, it's another option from that standpoint and if he's hitting down on the system and you get an opportunity to, to kind of showcase you can argue that he has a longer tenure with the red Sox than christian arroyo would have and again i'm not saying to go ahead and, and go and kick arroyo to the curb I'm trying to look at it from a logical standpoint. You look at the roster, like he feels like he would be the one guy that have to go unless you move on from a pitcher. Well, you know,
2: like more likely to, to move on from. There's some guys who are kind of fringe pieces in the ro-
0: in the bullpen at the moment. You know, and well, I mean, what's crazy to say is that I don't think that the offense is something to be overly concerned with, the fact that because they're they're playing better. Um you know, it's really going to be more about, you know, let's get the bullpen a little more solidified, but yeah, at some point, you know, if Duran is playing this well, yeah, he could very well be that guy. That's a centerpiece in maybe acquiring a Josh Hader. That could be be the piece that makes that happen. You know? Yeah. Do we want to see Duran here in Boston? We do think about it. Kiki Hernandez is a free agent at the end of the season, Jackie Bradley, Jr. They have that mutual option. So something kind of has to give, so to speak, but I don't know if you move him just yet because you do have those vacancies coming up in your, in your outfield, but that's, that's a conversation for a different podcast, a different day. That's, that's down the road when that, when that was to happen, but. Fair enough.
2: Okay. Yeah. He's kind of insurance at this point, but he's more than capable, it seems to come up and produce. As far as I can tell, I mean, it went to one game where he was up for a day and he looked pretty good. It was One Won those ass off.
3: I feel like with his speed, too, though, that's something they could use. They value that. As they make a playoff push, you know, later in the year when they need to steal a couple games like that. So I feel like he'll always have that value in that regard. And especially, you know, people will get hurt. Um, so I feel like the next time we see him could be in that situation with someone going on the 10 day IL and they're like, all right, like round four or whatever round run, round three of Duran. Like let's see it for a couple of weeks, see what he can do with it. I feel like that's kind of, I feel like that would happen before they trade him. Um oh let's oh wait, sorry, no reactions. Um and that's my <laughs> kind of um that go DevRidge, anyways.
2: Oh, you fucking asshole.
3: <laughs> hey, when our when our 16-year-old franchise third baseman gets scoops, I have to acknowledge it. I, I'm sorry.
2: You're right. You're right. The baby face
3: is it again. Okay. That's, That's like a banana float homer with some <laughs> like almonds sprinkled on top, is what he just earned. Oh, maybe God. some hazelnuts, because that was kind of a bomb.
0: Sorry, I was reading something. I missed the Dever somewhere. Is that what you guys are just bantering about? Whoa, whoa, yeah.
1: whoa. No reactions, but yes.
0: <laughs> no, we want to react. Look, there. We have no rules against reacting. We just have a rule against
3: we don't say it. Yeah. Oh, I, I said definitely. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, and
2: Cease is also. Oh, wow, that was quick. Well, he's given a fucking eight runs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, sure, fair, <clears throat> valid argument. Wait, I literally said that earlier. Did I speak something to existence, Sue?
1: No. Nope, wasn't cool. Nope. Didn't yeah. happen. Okay, tough, yeah. tough room oh. for Steve. Damn. <laughs> Everyone's
2: yeah, hating today. Jeez.
1: I gotta I gotta stick up for Betty.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, Good gal. So I mentioned this, it's on the uh, the rundown here. Um, I forgot who said they didn't see it, but uh, Jamie, did you see the uh, the American Airlines? I mean the United Airlines. And the football player, the little uh, skirmish they had at the airport?
3: I did not, but just based off that description, I want to know like every single detail you can tell me.
0: Yeah, so basically, um, this dude from United um, and his employee, uh, he decided that he wanted to slap a former NFL player and uh, currently CFL Calgary Stampeder, um, uh, Brendan Langley uh, is is what he goes by. Uh, That's the player, not the guy who did the slapping. And the video, basically, uh, the uh, the dude from United Airlines, and he he slaps the, the player in the face, and this dude hooked him in the jaw. He goes ass over a tea kettle over the uh, the counter, hits his face, all bloodied on the way up, and he goes back for more.
3: Bold man, right there that was a bold man. Oh, oh, actually, no, I did awesome. see this. This is what I woke up to this morning. Actually, I,
0: <laughs> I so I tried to do a TikTok on it. I I was telling the guys I queued up that video to the Joe Kelly Fight Club against the Yankees and TikTok said it was in violation of their uh, code of conduct. And I'm like, there's like a hundred other fucking videos of this fight. But we're not going to fight TikTok because we just started to figure that out and I don't want to get banned. So (laughs) we don't want to get banned. Absolutely none of that. There's no banning. No banning to be had. So uh, that is, uh, we're, we're getting to wrap up episode number eight. We did two episodes in one night. Um, that's pretty <clears good throat> stamina right there. Um, any uh, closing thoughts? Let's start with, uh, let's start with Miggy down in the uh, down in Texas.
1: No, sorry, I, I've been distracted. Well, <laughs> as- Miggy. Swing He's like, no, I'm good. I'm done. <laughs> Swing for Steven. I'll think about it. I am good. <laughs> the next guy. Thank you.
2: Um, Steve what do you got well, let's go Red Sox man keep this flowing I have not been this happy in since this started <laughs> yeah that's that's quite a that's quite a decent amount of time the amount of agony that I saw in person was just overbearing and then I finally got a reason to be happy again And you hate to see it be the Mariners, America's team, but I don't think they're America's team anymore. No, apparently not.
0: Maybe people are turning on them. I think they felt that they were jinxed by being called America's team, and now they can no longer be called America's team. This is why I'm superstitious, guys. This is why I don't say shit. (laughs) And that's my
2: closing thought. Put your damn scissor bottle cap thing away.
0: (laughs) (laughs) what do you got for the, uh, for the group?
3: I mean, I got my same closing thought that I always got at this time of night. Let's go. Socks. And pay Devers. And maybe Borgers, too. You know, that's kind of just my quote on that. Maybe give them a couple zeros.
1: Paying maybe all. like four. Bogey just hit a double. Pay him. Pay the man. Pay oh. the man. The C's, 2-2. Two, two. They are. They are. They
0: can uh, game fives tomorrow. So, yeah, it's all
3: about Peter Pritchard. It's all about White Mamba, as they call him. <laughs> <laughs> a little
0: fast peep. Um, my closing thought, so I didn't want to start the show with this, so I'm actually going to end the show with this because um, it's on a more of a serious tone. So I did want to kind of just throw out there that there was something that happened that was bad today in the, uh, in the country and I didn't want to not bring it up because um, I just think it's really fucked up that You can't, you know, send your kids to school or you can't go to the fucking grocery store and you can't go and live life without the absolute potential that something stupid is gonna happen. So I just wanna give like thoughts and prayers out to, there's actually, I think the total is up to like 18 people now that have passed away. Um, It was up from when we first started recording a couple hours ago. Um, So, you know, it's absolutely tragic. Um, You know, the last time that we had a school shooting that was this, bad was I believe it was Sandy Hook and so now that I want to end on like a really upsetting note I just wanted to like acknowledge that because I don't do politics I mentioned that to you guys I don't do a lot of other stuff but just something about young kids going to school and then they you know this happens that just kind of doesn't sit with me very well so I just wanted to kind of give my uh condolences to that because this shit happens way too much it needs to fucking stop so that's all I got that's there. Episode number eight. Mm-hmm. Nine, right? Yes. Uh, eight and nine are in the books. Uh, both will be available on Wednesday. Uh, that is tomorrow. Um, we have the Betty Langevin episode, um, which is not named fully just yet. And then this is the franco party. party uh, that Jamie was late. And all that... Episode uh, 8 and 9 are in the books. Red Sox up big in Chicago against the White Sox. For Steve, Miggy, and Jamie,
3: let's go, Sox. Yes. Adios. Adios.